Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kitzrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got her with punishment. Young is discovered that fucking hit her, what we come to win. Others in love with the drug and this family just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them coming in. You want to get this, you want to get this, you want to get this. everybody welcome to 48 minutes episode 15 we are here the season has tipped my tip is big <laughs> oh jesus this is gonna be a long season we're just getting it getting it started the the right way with a whole bunch of dick jokes i'm one of your hosts alex derrickson joined this week as always by tim daniel you think the people that listen to our show think tim kitra and mega ran hang out with us before every episode Maybe. We just have them on retainer. Yeah. They're just like, hey, we need you. Wednesday at 8.01 p.m., be ready. <laughs> Fire up the beats. <laughs> and rounding us out, Sean Mackey. Dum, dum, da, dum, dum, da, dum, da, dum, da, dum. What? Is that, is that your death toll for, uh, for, for the Boston season? Well, and... Nikola Miritich. <laughs> Let's not spoil every topic. Right. Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, we're only... This is this is currently Wednesday for everyone that's listening to this on when it posts. Uh, we are only two games deep into the season, or about like 2.75, I guess, if you count all the games that are in the first quarter still today. But we uh, don't have a lot to go over, so we're going to do a little bit of some uh, who we think is going to be in the playoffs, and we got a little bit of some news and notes here from the couple games that have happened, because this is 48 Minutes. It does post each and every week on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, and if you like what you hear and you want to hear with your eyes, you can go to 48minutesnetwork.com and check out all the little goodies we've been sprinkling out in the text forms for you to read throughout the season and leading up to it. If you like what you hear, and you do want to hear with your earballs, keep subscribing, give us a review on iTunes, help us get found, tell your mom, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your mailman, tell your mailman's pet dog, shout it into the sewer, because it echoes, and they'll hear you all the way up to Main Street, Jacob in Wisconsin. <laughs> Housekeeping! Be sure to check out last week's episode if you're interested into who... Sean, Tim, and myself individually think you're going to walk in, walk away with the individual hardware at the end of the season. We're doing team hardware tonight, but last week's individual hardware. So if you want to hear my case for why a certain someone should be MVP, you should check that episode out on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. On 48minutesnetwork.com, you can check out Tim's article where he is bizarrely kind to the Golden State Warriors, as it were. Uh, Tim has spent the last 365 days just berating this team and instead has culminated this into a missive of sorts that is explaining why Golden State might actually be the best thing for the NBA. Also, we told you last week, Court Stormers will be moving to its own podcast feed. You should official. Be able, it is official. You should be able to find that now on your podcast services of at least iTunes and Google Play. Stitcher is it's it's hit or miss, so let us know in a five star review if you can find Court Stormers on <laughs> Stitcher. I hope we get our reviews to be like those Amazon movie reviews where someone saw Wolf of Wall Street and was pissed that there were no wolves in it. <laughs> I honestly I just want a forty eight minutes, five stars, 
I don't like Alex. <laughs> <laughs> the show ran 51 minutes, five stars. Right, like, I feel like I got three minutes for free on this free show. <laughs> I don't like Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like Alex either, but that's the there. Who does? I'm an asshole. I opened the show with a dick joke. Come on. So, we are, we are two games deep uh, into the season so far. We have been greeted with... One injury of, of tragedy of sorts, one injury of, of comedy, and since comedy is just tragedy plus time, it's fitting that this is what we have. Uh, we'll start with the, we'll just get the bad news out of the way first. Six minutes into his Boston Celtics debut, Gordon Hayward, my boy, Brad Stevens' son, took a bad spill on an alley pass from newly acquired Celtic Kyrie Irving. Uh, LeBron just you wanted to deflect the pass, bumped it. Hayward a little bit. Really no harm there. Hayward kind of came down funny. It is a dislocated angle and a fractured tibia. And for those who are not anatomically correct, the tibia is the shin bone, because I googled it. So, Hayward likely out for the season. Uh, if not late till last year. Or late late this season, rather. Uh, so he'll miss most, if not all, of, of this campaign. Uh, the Celtics will walk away with a possible $8 million uh, kind of like insurance exception to use on a player if they so choose. So I'll just throw this up, uh, poorly phrased, but as a lob to the two of you, uh, where do you guys see this doing to the Celtics season this season? Uh, and do you think maybe, because we, we, we've spoke on how it was questionable whether Kyrie and Gordon could coexist as kind of two fundamentally different styles of players and everything. Does this help the Celtics as much as it hurts them? Like, what are your guys... We all saw it happen. So what are your guys kind of take on it 24 hours, almost literally, removed from the injury? I'm back and forth, man, Um, as far as what it does for the Celtics. Um, One, let's just call it what it is. It fucking sucks. Sure. Terrible. Not just because he's your favorite player, Alex, but because he's a great player. Right. A guy who's really continuously improved year in and year out um, and really earned that contract he got from the Celtics. Um, so that you know, that's the part where it sucks. But I keep going back and forth with I don't know what I feel about this Celtics team with just Kyrie Irving leading the way. Yeah, they're still Al Horford. Marcus Smart played a really good second half last night. Mm-hmm. In general, Jalen Brown and Jason Jason Tatum looked all the part we've heard about him going into the draft. Very much. Um, but part of me feels like, without Gordon Hayward, that that was the best they could do against the Cavs and it still wasn't enough. There's another part of me that also thinks, man, if they play with this much heart and they play as good as defense they did in the second half and they're not playing a LeBron-Kevin Love team down the stretch – they can win a lot of games, so I'm not sure where I actually fall on that end, but I'm back and forth between those two pieces because I just don't know if I trust a Kyrie Irving-led team. Not because of what happened his first three years in Cleveland before LeBron, because that's him learning how to play in this league, with it, you know. but I don't know if I trust Al Horford as option two. Oh, he's not, he's not option two at all. Who is? Tatum? I, th- I guess I think Tatum would be. I think it's Tatum. I think this... This injury really, really opens up some opportunities for Jason Tatum, and he was pretty great last night. Yeah, he was awesome. And Mm Jalen Brown had a uh, career high, I believe, in points. 
But he was really bad in the first half. He was. Oh, he was atrocious. I mean, they, they, that whole team was. I mean, you saw that with the score. Because, I mean, well, I, I left, you know, at halftime or whatever, and they were up, Cleveland was up by like 12 or 14. It was double digits. By the time I got home, it was tied. Yeah. I mean, and so it's, go ahead. They, they, they played with a lot of heart that whole last second half, but I'm not really sure if everything is going to gel the way that needs to. Uh, sure, and I, I think there's more gelling to be had now. Because, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, the counterweight to Gordon Hayward going down is Brown, Tatum, and Smart kind of having to step it up, and we saw that within the second half of, of last night's game and everything. But I think they'll adjust. I mean, Brad Stevens has shown that he's a, a remarkable coach, uh, especially with the few years he's been in the league and everything. It'll... I think the benefit juxtaposing last night to the remaining 81 games they have is they're not playing Cleveland every night. Right. And so there's still going to be opportunities for Horford to run those pick and fades that we saw, you know, setting those screens, getting down low, torching other Eastern Conference bigs in the paint. Uh, It's definitely harder. I don't think they're a lock for... They're definitely not a lock for the one seed, clearly, but... I don't think they're a lock for two, three, or four. Uh, I think four is aiming high right now, but just kind of based off what we saw. But, I mean, it's the first game of the season. We've got 19 more before I think we can pass, like, a fair judgment. But uh, it'll it'll be interesting. They're, they're, still, they're still my team to watch, because, but now for wholly different reasons. Yeah. Um, I will say the one thing though, you know, because I'm not here to just kind of shit on the Celtics no, because no, no. they were definitely impressive with how they played in that second half. And I mean, Kyrie Irving, if that shot lines up, that game probably goes to overtime because we know that's what he does. Um, but talking about Kyrie Irving, I think what I really liked from his game last night was, yeah, there was definitely that score first play ISO Kyrie mentality, but he also had 10 assists to go with that. Mm-hmm. And What's amazing, on a team where he had LeBron James and Kevin Love, he didn't have a lot of tennis assist games. So now that he has these young guys, these Jalen Browns, these Jason Tatums, Marcus Smarts, Al Horfords, and even to a sense last night, guys, Aaron Baines. Jesus. Um, what a game. We could, Yeah, we could really see Kyrie Irving become the double-double point guard that we all thought he should be. This drive-and-dish guard. Not necessarily Russell or Wall by any stretch, but um, a guy that could really get everyone involved to make the offense better. I think he's going to be kicking the ball out a lot more. They got some shooters on that team. Didn't look like it in the first half. No. But they were really, really feisty about putting the ball up later on in the second. And they were connecting. And I really liked Baines in the middle there. God, he was just like blocking everything, going straight up on shots. And for a few fleeting moments, I thought he was Gordon Hayward. But like beefed up, like they took him Jesus. to the back, gave with him a, some with a man bun. And... Well, I, I was joking that they they took him to the back and and you know connected him to that that venom that they put in Bane, you know, and then brought Just him back it's out. His last name doesn't mean that he's a luchador. It 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 could, Alex. It could. Just in the back of yeah, yes, because when Boston is playing in Cleveland, Cleveland would give them access to their Lazarus pit. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, maybe. T- they made it felt, they <laughs> might <have> felt bad. <laughs> I will tell you this. So, going on, the, the Celtics are playing tonight. They have the first back-to-back mm-hmm. of the year, them and the Rockets. 
Uh, it's 28-28 against Milwaukee. They're in the Garden. So the Celtics have 28 points as a team. Their leading score right now is Terry Rozier with five points. Yeah. We talk about facilitating the ball. They're doing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to because, I mean, that's that's a big gap. That is a, that is a big person to lose. Especially when you have a coach like Stevens who is probably going to construct the bulk of the offense around Gordon Hayward almost just for familiarity's sake. Uh, it'll, I mean, it's definitely going to be, it'll be interesting. I, I think this boosts uh, your pick for Brad Stevens' as coach of the year. I think it does too. If they, if they do well and if they just even repeat, you know, some semblance of what they did last year, uh, that'll be pretty telling. But I don't know. It's sad. I was I was most certainly crestfallen seeing that, but uh, can we talk on the other side real quick though? Can we talk about the impressions the Cavaliers made in that game? Oh yeah, I mean for LeBron James saying he's out of shape to have a twenty six fifteen and niner on a sore ankle. Yeah, was no, pretty Cleveland, solid. Cleveland looked very good. I mean, I don't yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't want to ignore the other side of that story, uh, which is Cleveland looked great. Cleveland looked as advertised. They did, man, and um. Rose didn't shoot the ball entirely well. When, but, when has he? Yeah, right, exactly. But he was, you know, he was, he's, he still kind of looked like what we were talking about all preseason with him. And uh, Sean and I were raving quite a bit, and I know you were too, Alex, not to leave you out of the conversation sure, no. by any means, um, about how good it's going to be with Kevin Love at the five. And we certainly saw that last oh, night. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. just even closing the game out in the seven to one run. Yeah. Know, like, game winning shot. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're sitting there watching it, and as soon as LeBron dishes it to Love, Sean goes, "That's it." He ain't even taking a shot yet. No. And he's just like, "Yeah, that's, that's it." Exactly oh yeah, there was, yeah, there was. Yeah, I mean, from the corner, come on. What yeah. else? What else is going to happen there? I've seen. This isn't my first day. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cleveland is going to be a force to be reckoned with, especially in the the much weakened East. Uh, yeah. So, if, in lighter news. Uh, sticking sticking with the Eastern Conference here, uh, Bobby Portis was handed down a eight game suspension for punching Nikola Miritich in the face, uh, and laying him out only for several minutes. For and laid him out for several several minutes. As as more news has come to fruition here, it has been more documented that it was kind of Miritich's fault. Uh, he apparently charged at Portis. Portis decked him, broke a couple bones in Miritich's face. Now the question I want to ask the both of you is. Does the punishment fit the crime that Miritich is no. going to miss multiple weeks and Portis misses eight games? They can't afford to let him lose any more games than that. I think. Well, I was saying it's also coming out now that uh, apparently, based off this and everything, uh, Doug Collins is already questioning Gar Foreman's leadership. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. But who doesn't? You know, that's well, not uh, I mean, John Paxson, Reinsdorf. Well, Gar Foreman himself. <laughs> well, those guys are all drinking the same Kool-Aid. Doug Collins is the outsider. Lori marketed. <laughs> so how just poetically beautiful is it that before we've even tipped on bull season, that the, the that this whole season is just the dumpster fire we've predicted, if not greater than what we could have ever expected? It's so bulls. So bulls, just everything about it. Like just yeah, from draft day to Bobby Portis's KO of teammate 
Nikola Miritich. Like, you could... I can't write this. If the Bulls didn't sign Justin Holiday and extend Felicio, they're, they would have an F++ on their offseason between draft night... between getting eliminated in the playoffs to opening day. But those two make it an F+. Plus now, plus. plus. Sean, you've been a Bulls fan <laughs> longer than the bulk of us. You've, you, we, we were both there for Jordan and Pippen. You know, Pippen leaving, Jordan retiring, Jackson leaving, and, and so on. With that, and and all of the weird intermediary years from 99 to 03, 03, 04, really, with like once they got like Dang and, and Gordon and everybody, is this wor- the worst offseason we've ever seen? Um, Yeah. I'd say so, because even in 99, they started the season with Tony Kukoc, and Tony Kukoc was fun. So, yeah. We we, we hit on this last week. Is it ironic or coincidence that Hoiberg is always involved in bad off-seasons for the Bulls? Oh, no. it's, It's not a coincidence at all. I mean... It's funny, from 1999 until Kirk Heinrich was drafted, I watched about three Bulls games. One of those was Ring Night 99, (laughs) which I was telling Tim about last night, where they aired it on national television. Um, They started the game with Randy Brown at the one, Ron Harper at the two, Bill Winnington at uh, at the five, Tony Kukoc was there, and there was somebody else. I don't remember who it was. So, and the game tipped off, and they said, and they're off to defend their title. And I just remember feeling so awful about that team because it was so bad what happened, how they just deconstructed this dynasty. So, the second game that I watched in between that was a game on WGN and Fred Hoiberg scored like 23 points and won the game and for about two years I kind of just knew that Fred Hoiberg was the best player on that team and I was super sad about it so the fact that he's back and that brings back the memories of that night of just like going wow this is as good as it gets I mean, that that hurts. I remember, like, in the time frame before Rose and, you know, just having some, like, mini optimism that year that they had two of the first four picks in the draft. And they take Eddie Curry. And I thought Eddie Curry was going to be good. Silly me. He, he was on the Knicks <laughs> for one season. Yeah. And then they get Tyson Chandler, which was like, oh, that was good, you know. But he was, like, not very, you know, he, was, he wasn't with Chicago very long. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, of course, you know, there's the Tyrus Thomas. And I'm like, well, he's super athletic. We'll be fine. You know. You're forgetting about Marcus Pfizer. Oh, yeah. Huh. You're forgetting about Marcus Pfizer. <laughs> or Eddie Robinson. Don't oh, forget about him. No. Silly me. Or Eddie Robinson. Don't forget about him either. NBA Live 2001. Yeah. Star. And let's be realistic. We dude can make everything. We didn't deserve the Derrick Rose draft. He was, we didn't he was deserve to win the lottery that year. Uh, I think they did. I think. I think. Uh, Blake, a lot I think of they did. 
I think I think it helped the league a lot. It's it's great for the league when the Bulls are good because they're a popular team. I mean, it's true. We'd be saying the same about the Blazers if they didn't, you know. How many times could you say that in this situation, though, Alex? A few. <laughs> you can say that. Hail Bowie. So, yeah. Bull season off to a very rocky start. Uh, last thing I kind of wanted to touch on before we get into the topic of the show was uh, currently Golden State is the worst team in the Western Conference mm-hmm. with an 0-1 record. It is the first and last time we'll probably get to claim this. Uh, Rockets looked great. Chris Paul does not have to score. Uh, nope. He can go back to facilitating an offense as a past first guard, which is something that he is very, very good at. Uh, Capella looks to be picking up right where he left off under the rim. Uh, Harden looked like Harden doing Harden things. And uh, Rockets kind of just, I wouldn't say stole one, but they uh, they pulled off a very close game. I think that's the Western Conference rivalry that everybody expected it to be, or will at least continue to be. Uh what are your guys' takes, Tim? You you just wrote you know your manifesto on Golden State and everything. So from that perspective, and then kind of you know what you saw from the Rockets and, and Sean chime in here as well. Obviously, you're you're just as much of this show as as any of us is the three of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I like I like to let Tim talk first. I know you do, and I don't like it, because sometimes I like your points before my points, and I want to chime in. But I will this time, because I wrote the article, so I kind of have to. Yeah, so Rockets Golden State, I didn't get to watch a lot of the game, because I'm a big sleepy boy who likes to go to sleep at early boy times. So if I was, Yeah, I was off from my real job today, so I got to watch. I got to stay up late and watch a little, most of it. Yeah. Um, first things first, in regards to my article on 48MinutesNetwork.com, my jinx is in full effect, and I'm okay with that. Um, second off, um, I think, you know, it was a very competitive game, obviously, you could tell that by the score in and of itself, but even watching the game, the pace and everything, you could see it, um, Golden State, oh man, they're not very impressive when Draymond Green goes down on the defensive side of the ball, they, uh, so losing Green for a little while, we don't know how long it's gonna be, the MRI was today, but nothing's come out yet that I've seen, um, if he's missing a certain amount of time, Golden State won't be in trouble. I mean, it, it would take two injuries for them to really be in a lot of trouble to their core four players. But other than that, I think they're okay. Um, Durant looked awesome. You know, not to be not that that's ever going to be expected, but I was blown away with not only the fact that the Rockets came back, but that they made that they fought literally to the last buzzer. Um, obviously, Kevin Durant gets that shot off just a second too late, which I always love watching the Warriors celebrate and for it to fail in their faces. So that was cool with me. And you are a bitter, bitter man. <laughs> Admit it, Sean, that if this was like a LeBron team, you'd be just as annoyed as I am. I, I am. Because <laughs> LeBron's on the Cavs. They're the best team in basketball this season. So <laughs> not. You, you don't know that, Tim. I, you don't you, know that either, but you're saying they are. Let me tell you something. I've learned one thing in many years of hating LeBron James. <laughs> And it's to not discount LeBron James in any situation. I had to go to work and face coworkers after talking shit for a week and them coming back and beating the Warriors two years ago. I don't feel like doing that anymore. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, I'm going to go ahead and jinx him and say, <laughs> Only one he's jinx the per best. show. Only one jinx per show, no. Sean. 
two. That way it cancels itself out. <laughs> In that case, none of us win. Alex wins. I am surrounded by petty boys. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Alex is just sitting there. He's like, oh, man... My guy's out for the year. Right. It's like, I, but, I watched the dude I've been hyping up for the last year break his leg yesterday. You guys saw my squeamish side. Sorry about that. Eh, it's all right. <laughs> um, I will say one more thing about the Rockets that was crazy impressive about last night. They played seven guys. Mm-hmm. And they did that. Yeah. yeah. Eric Gordon, man. He was awesome. Jesus. Jeez. Did you see that donkey hat? Yes. What's he doing up there? Dude, I don't think... <laughs> What's I think, he doing? Who does he think he is? What's he doing up there? I think the casual NBA fan, like, not the ones that are, like, you know, nerds like us, I think people seem to think that Eric Gordon's injury years ended his career and he's not that good of a player anymore, like, shooting-wise. Well, last but, year, he had a little bit of a renaissance. And yeah. he's continuing that this year. He's He's back to normal. He's back to as... To what was advertised for what he was traded for. It's funny, he's with Chris Paul now. Right. Isn't that weird? Like, I didn't even put that together until just now. I'm like, holy crap, they're on the same team. Finally. It's weird. I loved Gordon New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I loved him at Indiana. University, not the right, Indiana. Just... Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Jim's drunk. What's a Hoosier? I thought this was an NBA show. Nah, seriously, what is a Hoosier? Someone write in to iTunes with a five-star review and let me know what a Hoosier is. Yes, please do. <laughs> so, with that being said, we've got we've got all the all the news you need to know about the first day of the NBA tip-off uh, handled. So let's get into the topic of the show. Please write us. A song with notes attached to the five-star review. <laughs> uh, so we just kind of, what we're going to do is we're going to go through, we're each going to rattle off the eight teams from the East, eight teams from the West. I can already tell you mine will probably not be in any particular order uh, in which we think that they will get into the NBA playoffs this year. So I don't want to start, and some people like when Sean talks first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Who are going to be my my top eight teams that'll make it to? Or, do you want me to? Let's start with West. Let's yeah. start with West. Well, the okay. first four. The first four are so easy in the West. You're, yeah. Because West is best. I'm gonna go with uh, the Warriors, the Rockets. Ooh, risky picks. I know. <laughs> I know. The Spurs. Oh man, you're putting it all on the line. The Thunder. I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I'm gonna say the Nuggets. Richard Jefferson makes all the difference. Rich, Richard Jefferson does make all the difference. And then I'm going to go with... Grizzlies? Ooh! Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with them. I'm going to do it. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm feeling crazy. Uh, I'm going to put the Timberwolves in there. Okay. I, I'm not sure if they'll make it or not. I know everybody thinks that they're a foregone conclusion, but I've thought that for the last five seasons. Back to the Kurt Rambis season. So, I've been burned quite a bit. So, Timberwolves, you're making it. And, uh, uh, I want to go with the Pelicans. Ooh. Ooh. Fun pick. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, 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 let me tell you something. Tim, Tim, Tim. Sean. Tim. Let me tell you something, brother. 
<laughs> but every time Sean just has to like does like a rebuttal to anything I say, he says, "Let me tell you something." So I just want to try it on for size, see how it felt. Work yourselves into a shoot, gentlemen. <laughs> so I'm with Sean. I mean, the first four in the West are obvious: Golden State, Houston, San Antonio, Oklahoma City. Order. I don't know if that part's obvious, but for the general idea, is those four? Yeah, that's what you're, that's what it's going to look like. Um, five. I went Denver. Uh, so Sean, we're on the same page so far. I really like the Nikola Jokic Jamal Murray pick and roll. I think that's going to be super fun. Uh, Murray, I think, is going to have a breakout year. I really like Gary Harris, like we talked about last week. I got Minnesota right there at six because I think that they're going to be, they are going to be a big difference. Just because the difference between these past couple years is they got veterans, and they have the best scoring big man in the league, besides Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Yes, seven. Um, I'm going to go with. Milos Teodosic and the LA Clippers. I don't think they're going to have as drastic a drop as people say they are. 30-year-old rookie Milos is going to make a lot of fun plays. He can really pass, man. He can really throw the ball around the court. And my eight, surprisingly, was not the Pelicans as much as I wanted it to be. Um, I ended up going with, um, as I had it written down and my notes don't load, thanks a lot, iTunes. Thanks a lot, Apple iPhones. I went with... The Utah Jazz, because I really think that Rudy Gobert is going to be awesome again this year. Um, I really like Donovan Mitchell for them. I think he could really have a case for Rookie of the Year. So that was my eight. I like it. So I know I said mine weren't going to be in any particular order, but while you guys weren't looking, <laughs> I put him down in a particular order, which we will go through right now. If you couldn't tell, I was stalling. So, number one seed and best record. In the NBA, actually, that's a lie. Number one seed in the West, Houston. Number two, Golden State. Number three, Oklahoma City. Number four, old San Antonio. Number five, Utah. Number six, Minnesota. Seven, New Orleans. Eight, Portland. I didn't even think about Portland. I think Portland is going to be Denver by a game again. Hot that's, takes. That, that is that is how in the minutia I just got with this in the last 45 seconds. <laughs> I like is it. Is that I, I think Denver and Portland will both improve. I think they will improve at the same rate as last year, and Portland will walk away one game ahead of Denver. Uh, I don't disagree with Ryan's 48-34 uh, and 34 pick, but I, I do think... Portland will be 49 and 35 or 49 and 33 if that's the case so uh yeah Houston Gold State Oklahoma San Antonio the Jazz the Wolves the Pels the Blazers I like it I like that too it's my west I totally forgot about the Blazers because I think they're gonna be pretty good this year I think yeah a full year of Nurkic is gonna Mm -hmm. do them good and a full 81 games of C.J. McCollum. I was going to say, as long as C.J. McCollum doesn't leave. Have you guys watched that clip? No. He should not have been suspended for that. He Did, did he leave the bench? He did, yes, That's I know. Rules. I know. Uh, speaking <laughs> of, did you guys see that clip? Uh, going back a few steps, somebody took the Gordon Hayward injury, not to beat a dead horse here, but uh, they focused it to where you can't see the injury, but you see the Cavs bench. Oh, I don't want to. Uh, because that's where it happened, like, right in front of them. 
And you know when it happens because they all just like squirm and turn. It's just instantaneous. They're just like, nope, don't want to see it. So uh, you can hunt that down. I saw it on Twitter. So just go to twitter.com. Just scroll. I'm good. That's how it works, right? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I need that. I was I was downtown at the Eagle eating today for lunch, and they had it on the big screen. And I'm sitting down there eating a piece of chicken at the bar, and they they put that clip on, and I'm like, oh guys, come on! Good thing I'm eating a breast. If this was a drum, you'd be in real trouble. <laughs> it was a drum, Alex. That's all I eat. <laughs> hey, there is another conference in the NBA we should talk about. There is opposite of I Western guess. Conference. It is the Western Conference. I'm, I'm kind of excited about this now. It's wide open. It's, no, it's not. Win. No, it's they can't. It's wide open. For the two spot. Right. Exactly. For first That's all you loser. need. That's all you need. You know? Right. So, we'll, uh, Tim, why don't you leave this, this Eastern Conference tango for us? All right. I will be so happy to do so, Alex and Sean. Number one. The obvious pick here. The Cleveland Cavaliers, because LeBron, and four months of Isaiah Thomas is going to be enough. Number two, the Washington Wizards, baby. This is the year that they go into the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference. Which is outside of number four. (laughs) Right. Yes. Uh, Number three for now, I will say the Toronto Raptors. Um, Four, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Five, this Heat. Six, the Celtics, because I don't know what's going to happen with after post Hayward. Uh, seven, I'm going to go with the Hornets. And number eight, I am trusting the process. I'm going with the Sixers. All right. That's fun. Yeah. I like it. I, uh, if you don't mind, Sean, I'm, I'm go going to go second here. Similar to Tim's, except I'm going to read them in playoff structure order. So we're going to go 1, 8, 2, 7, 3, 6, 4, 5. You always got to complicate things, don't you? I do. Okay. I really do. I actually, I before I made the decision, I rolled it a 20-sided die. And the number that it landed on was this outcome. You guys don't want to know the rest of the outcomes. It was all reading the teams in reverse. So number one is the Cleveland Cavaliers. No surprise there. Number two, I have Washington. Number three, after making them the fifth... And the sixth seed, I moved them to three. I'm going to say Boston. Because they got off to a rough start last year. And I remember they kind of got their shit together. I think they're going to get off to a rough start this year. Get their shit together for the three seed. Four, Toronto. Did you notice I'm not reading this in the order that I said I was going to do it in? I did. Yeah. Surprise. I'm just confused now. I know. So, Cleveland, number one. Number eight, Atlanta. Number two, Washington. Number seven, Philly. Three, Boston. Six, Miami. Four, Toronto. Five, Milwaukee. So, Cleveland, Washington, Boston, Toronto, Milwaukee, Miami, Philadelphia, and Atlanta. Hmm. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, we'll see. Did Atlanta make the playoffs last year? I, I don't know. I don't remember. How do we not know this? Someone in Atlanta write in to iTunes with a five-star review and let us know if they made the playoffs or not. Atlanta? Yeah, they did. 
how many years in a row have they made it to the playoffs? It's ending this year because they suck. <laughs> they've they've made it consecu- they've made it a Memphis amount of years consecutively. They suck. Yeah. It's uh, hold on a second. I'm okay. Okay, I'm gonna read off my my list here. Okay, it's gonna be. I'm not gonna do any kind of complicated uh, seating structure like Alex had to do because he had to do it. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Cleveland as number one. I'm going to go um, with the Raptors as number two. Celtics number three. Bucks number four. Wizards number five. Heat number six. Um, let's see where this is where it's tough. Um, the bottom of the East is where it gets tough. Because every team's the same. Pretty much, pretty much. It's a complete crapshoot. Where am I at? Six, seven, seven. I'm at seven. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Hornets. Damn right you are. I'm gonna go with the Hornets because the jerseys. Mm-hmm. That jump man's gonna propel them to the number seven. <laughs> the jerseys alone will get them in. Doesn't matter about anything else. And then I guess I'll I'll throw the 76ers a bone. I'm gonna give them the eight seed. Can we not use the term bone today, Sean? Too soon. It it was a fun pun. Fun I'm surprised pun. you caught it. Fun pun, because we like to have fun. Pun. <laughs> fun the eight minutes. Uh, I don't know, whenever anyone says, we like to have fun here, then, like, that's what the commentators on wrestling say when they give someone a dancing gimmick. Yep. I'm like, you say you guys have a dancing gimmick. <laughs> we just like to have fun. We work hard and we play hard. Uh, so, I mean, let's just go ahead and, and knock this out here since we got some, we got some time left, you know, before we don't want to end a 48 minute show too early. Who are your final fours? Who are your finals? Who is your champion? All right. I'll go Cleveland, Washington, Golden State, Oklahoma City, because, oh my God, seven games of Russ versus Kevin Durant. It won't go seven games. will be really fun. Um, and then I think, I think it'll go seven games and anything can happen in game seven. So I, uh, for my final four for the West, my Western conference finals is Houston and Golden State. I think what we saw last night is just a taste of, of more to come. Uh, Eastern conference, Cleveland and Washington. Uh, it's just going to be one, two, one, two for the finals. I am going Cleveland, and I'm going to be brave, and I'm going to be bold, like the Batman, (laughs) and I'm going Houston. Okay. And I'm saying, Houston walks out of here, NBA champion, in seven games. That's awfully bold and brave, Alex. Yeah. I know, I'm a a big brave boy. I don't know. I feel weird doing that because I feel like I just hit somebody's fetish talking like that just now. Yeah, stop uh, it. <laughs> dude, it's rule four or, or three. Or keep going. <laughs> right, depends. Uh, are you Sean or not? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm saying Houston versus Cleveland. Houston goes over. I'm actually going to retract my seven-game statement, and I'm going to say they're going to do it in six. Whoa. Mm. I'm not going that far. Mm. Oh, do I get to go now? Yes! Awesome! I'm excited for this. Um, my final four in the East. 
Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, Wizards and Celtics, Cleveland and Toronto. Oh, okay. I was like, whoa, your Eastern Conference Finals is no, Wizards no, and Celtics? No, of course not. Of course not. I gotta announce the the suck before the great. So, <laughs> and it's not gonna be good, so I, I can say that. It's the Eastern Conference. Um, Cleveland will win in six games over whoever they're playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. And, because that's just always what happens. I feel like they play down to the competition, like, two games. Always. I don't know what it is. What do you guys think? I... I, uh, I, I don't... Did we get your actual predictions predictions? Well, no. I'm not oh, there yet. To, to, uh, answer, oh. to answer your question as to why I think that is, uh, I always harken back to when the Lakers played the Pacers in the NBA Finals, and the Pacers won that one game. Uh, before they lost the series in five, and a bunch of people speculated that the Lakers let the Pacers win because the Pacers were playing their last game in that arena, and they wanted to let them, you know, leave that arena with a win. Uh, I think sometimes teams might take a game off in the playoffs and not and play down or play light, you know, play like a nice like 80-85% game, if nothing else, because it's kind of a way to play but get rest. So. As a fan, I hate that. Like, you want to see the sweep. You want to go full on, win everything, get it over with, and then rest for like a week. That's great, I think, in my book. But, you know, I don't know. I don't play basketball professionally, so I don't know. Okay, final four. West, here we go. I'm not going to be as bold and brave as Alex. <laughs> I'm going to do Spurs... And the Thunder. And it's going to be Warriors-Rockets, Warriors over, and seven. And I think NBA Finals, Warriors, Cavs, Cavs and seven. See, I don't know if you guys are aware of this thing called professional wrestling, but we've already had the rubber match and the rivalry is over. Golden State has has won (laughs) the rivalry. So we're moving on to a different storyline. We didn't have their side of respect there where they shake hands in the ring and the crowd gets a cheer and give them a pop. What you didn't know is a three out of five thing. This is going to be a long year. (laughs) Did you see that thing when Barkley's like, the hardest part of my job this year is going to be trying to tell people that it won't be the Warriors and the Cavaliers for for seven seven months? months. I have to tell people that they're not going (laughs) to see the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't... So... That's kind of why I just went out on a limb because if I if I sit there and say Houston's going to beat Cleveland, everyone's you guys are going to be like, how did he do that? <laughs> so that's that's the trick to hashtag Alex was right. You just make a bunch of ridiculous predictions. Is that what it is? Yeah, for the most part. Sometimes sometimes I can foresee. Okay. Times like this is me just going like, eventually Golden State's got to run out at some point. It's kind yeah. of like. Predicting when they're going to run out, though, is kind of predicting when LeBron won't play basketball anymore. Oh, 2022. <laughs> Didn't that already tell you that? Did you see that he did that thing in GQ and they talked about it when his son goes to the league? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm going to use all six fouls on him. I'm going to foul the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Well, gentlemen, 
This has been 48 Minutes Episode 15, your little day one tip-off recap season playoff preview prediction extravaganza with with broken bones and broken rules and such. There's a a lot. It's been fun. If you like what you hear, 48minutesnetwork.com has hearing you can do with your eyes in the form of articles. Uh, If you want to subscribe to all of our shows... Be sure to search for Court Stormer separately as it is now on its own feed in iTunes and Google Play. Stitchers, hit or miss, let us know. Uh, if you don't see it, we'll see if we can't get that squared away. But uh, thank you for listening. As always, give us a subscription. If you could, never miss an episode because we, we love doing this and your subscriptions help keep the mics on each and every week. And as always, heal Hayward. <laughs> and good night.